Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. I'm Trisha Stefankowitz, registered dietitian and nutritionist. On our episode today, we're going to talk about this idea of being disconnected from our bodies and trying to figure out ways that we can bring ourselves to a place of being more reconnected. When we talk about this idea of whole health, we talk about all of the things that embody who you are, and they can be things such as your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions and the way that you think about yourself and your body image. And so many of us walking around disconnected, and we're so disconnected from our bodies that it's really hard to be able to make those changes that will help your whole health and help the behavior changes that you're trying to accomplish if you're feeling like you're in a place that you're not really listening to to what your body is telling you is good for you or that may feel good for you. And so that's what we're going to talk about today, this idea of disconnection, why it happens, and trying to figure out what the benefit of is becoming um, connected in, in, in some ways that we can start to do this. Before we dive into the episode, I just want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And please, one of the best ways to help grow this community of women just like you is to share this podcast if you feel like it is something that someone else would benefit from. And together as a community, we can really define what whole health looks like and what, what like really normalize what it looks like instead of what we think diet culture teaches us that it looks like. So if you think this episode would be helpful for someone else, please share it because it's a way, it's probably one of the few ways that we can actually grow the podcast. So I would be so appreciative of that. This idea of disconnection um, that I wanted to talk about today is from my own from my own experience. Um, I think most of the things that we are trying to teach other people, right, come from something that is within us or experience that we've had. And I never realized that I was so disconnected from my body. I have a therapist, we talk about it. And I'm surprisingly, I'm always so shocked when I get to this place that I'm still so disconnected to my body and I I feel this need that I need to reconnect. And so if it's something that affects me, I like to talk about it on here because I feel like it can't just be me. I know that it's other people too. And I hope in sharing my story, it may bring some normalcy to your life or um, just bring some just some conversation into your life about what it feels like to be disconnected. So when we, so I think what happens a lot of times are, is that we become disconnected from our bodies, right? So why does that happen? Well, it seems to be that there may be some kind of trauma you experienced in life that may have led you to disconnect. It may have led you just to be in survival mode and just keep going. For me, I had lots of different things, but mainly my biggest 
One most recently was a hip fracture that I had with my son, failed IVF, all that kind of stuff. So perhaps that's something that resonates with you. But for anybody, this can happen. And I suspect this is probably happening to you or somebody that you know. A lot of times I think what causes this disconnection is that we all have this like unresolved pain or discomfort and we're typically running from it. We don't want to talk about it or maybe we're numbing ourselves or numbing our emotions. Um, And another way that this may look like is you're trying to keep busy. You keep moving forward and you are, you know, doing more and more and more and you're not really listening to what your body's telling you and then over time this creates a disconnection and a distrust in your relationship with your with yourself um, because you may be so stuck in your head that you may not be paying attention to what your physical body is telling you because you may be like, okay, I just have to keep going. I have to keep going. I have a million different things. And there could be lots of different reasons why you're in that place, you know, to begin with. But over time, continuing that thought process where you're constantly in your head kind of keeps you stuck in your head and it it doesn't really allow you to pay attention to any of the physical symptoms that may be happening with your body. And so why we're talking about this on the podcast today is because so much of what we talk about on here is changing health behaviors and having some kind of transformation. And we always, I think in like diet culture, so I keep saying diet culture, it just means like you know, this idea of like exercising and eating clean and in moving, like all of these things that we're told are healthy. So much of, so much of those behaviors that I think so many of us, um, struggle with are things that come from within, right? And so when we're not paying attention to our body, it's very difficult to keep those transformations, if we've achieved them to keep them long term and to be able to you know kind of achieve what you really desire i mean there's no it's probably not a coincidence that most people who you know lose weight gain it back because so much of that weight loss process is focused on the external things and some of those things are valid like you need to do them right if if you're trying to get to that goal or you may feel like that that works for you but a lot of times what's missing from that component is this connection that we have to our for to ourselves and that connection is really important for that transformation to happen because it's very hard to maintain these health behaviors over the long term if you're not really able to connect with how they make you feel and so that will ultimately be the thing that is going to be the thing that probably keeps you doing those behaviors in the first place so what does this look like when you're disconnected from your body? I'm sure some of you are going to recognize this because I think in general, as women, we are in this place of going, going, going and this culture of being busy and that when you finally find a time to relax, that somehow you're being unproductive or you should be doing something else. It's always like that thought in your mind. So what it looks like for most 
of you is going to be that you may feel like you don't really know how to talk to your body. You may be in a place that you're having these like negative self-talk or critical talk. You may yell at your body. You may tell it all these terrible things. And you also may not listen to it. So you may desire this relationship with your body, but you quite you don't quite know how to do it because you're in a place where you're going, going, going. And if it's not keeping up with you in the way that you desire, um, but you're also not listening to it, then that may be how it presents to you that you're not connected to it. This also brings about this idea of not really trusting your bodies or the messages that you're telling yourself about them. So I think even this comes with like stress and anxiety and pain, really trying to listen to what your body's telling you. And for so many of us, we're going, going, going that those simple messages, um, we just don't tap into them. We may hear them in the periphery, but we're not really doing anything about it because we're just in our head going, going, going. So being in our head continues this way that we're, we continue to, um, to disconnect from what our body's trying to tell us. We may be so emotionally overwhelmed that we may not even know how we're feeling or we may feel so numb or we may be unable to soothe ourselves. Maybe this is a way that that disconnection from your body is presenting, that you may not be able to even name the emotions you're feeling because you're, you're, you're bottling them up and you're, you're not expressing them. This can also present in a form of perfectionism. Um, everything has to be a certain way because this is the way that you've, you know that in your head it's supposed to be and you're not taking into any consideration of what is happening in your body. This could also manifest in things such as eating disorders or any kind of restrictive eating. Um, this could also be over-exercising and really concentrating things, concentrating on the outward part of you and not the inner stuff. And maybe even being really focused on your physical appearance because that's the way that you can kind of keep everything going without having to go inside, which then further leads you a place of being disconnected. Perhaps you could be feeling like you're not aligned or that you're in a place that you can miss any symptoms that your body is trying to tell you. Or perhaps you're in a place where you're distracting yourself with, with other things so that you can avoid the feelings and numb the feelings, isolate and not deal with the feelings. And this could be something like you're watching TV all the time. You may be on social media all the time because you don't want to do the things that you need to do and face reality. It could be substance abuse. It could be that you're constantly busy, you're lonely, you're stressed, or even if you're sleep deprived, that I think also is a way that maybe we're not listening to our bodies um, and what our bodies need. So one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this was that in terms of health changes, you'll get better results and be able to achieve your goals a little bit more if you really get to know your bodies. Well, why is that? Well, our bodies are designed to help us. They're designed to kind of give us an idea of what's happening in the world, what's happening um, 
you know, with our emotions and our feelings and all the things that we may be experiencing. And so when we feel like we have a little bit more of a connection with our body, we have a better relationship with our, our, with our body. And then that also, you know, trickles down a new nutrition perspective is this idea that we're more in tune with what our body needs. So that could be what things are going to make your body, what foods are going to make your body feel better, um, what foods are going to give it more energy and, you know, what foods are going to fuel it more. So much of the time we're focused on like the newest hype words. And, you know, I talk about here that I don't believe that dieting works and that we have to come from a place that we are able to identify like if we're feeling hungry because ultimately that's one of the things that will never change and that no matter what diet you're on or hopefully not on, one of the big things is really trying to figure out what your hunger and fullness cues are. I have a really hard time doing that because I feel very disconnected. And so perhaps you feel like that too, like it's almost like somewhere along the line, we've lost that relationship or that we've become disconnected from what makes us feel satiated, what makes us, or even to know if we're hungry because so much of the day is planned or maybe we're focused on external things like the scale. Um, And so we're not really like listening to how we actually feel and what makes us feel good. And by, you know, by doing that, it also, when we're disconnected, it's really hard to tap into those hunger and fullness cues. So it's beneficial if you're trying to change your relationship with food to become more connected to how you feel. Because again, you're, it's going to impact so much of your life because you know, when you're feeling disconnected, you're not able to know what makes you feel good. It's going to be hard for you to know what makes you feel bad. Um, you may not know the thoughts and the feelings and the beliefs that you have about your body. And you may not know any of the emotions that you're feeling. You may not know when you're tired or you're hungry or you're satiated, right? And so having this idea that you become better connected to yourself will allow you to figure out what makes you feel good, what makes you feel bad. If you're too tired and you need rest or you're okay, it's going to let you know what thoughts you feel, what, what shit you're telling yourself, what beliefs you have about your body. And so much of this we're running away from, right? We might have an idea of what we feel, but we're not really, again, it's in the periphery. It's not in the forefront of our brains. And so having some kind of connection with yourself will allow that you to actually feel those things so that you can focus on how you feel rather than the external things that you're focusing on maybe at present. And if you're trying to change your relationship with food in your body, becoming connected to how you feel is going to be really important to do that. We know that you know, feeling more connected to your body will create this awareness of how you actually feel versus how you should be feeling. And it's going to allow you to connect to your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, any pain that you're experiencing. 
any imbalance that may be happening in your body. And one of the things I wanted to point out here is that this is why health changes are so individualized. You know, we talk a lot on here about like, it's not a one size fits all solution. And with more and more technology, I believe nutrition and health will be become more personalized. Because in a way, right now, even though we don't have that technology, you know, 100%, if you listen to your body, it is telling you what you need. And everybody has a different need, which is why, again, it's so individualized. Your body's always telling you something. It's always telling you what's going to make you feel good in the movement, in the moment. It's going to tell you, you know, what is going to make you feel good. Where if you're on a diet, that's not really going to account for that, right? It's not going to it's not going to find it's not going to give you that balance and flexibility. It but really finding and knowing what feels good to you will allow you to become more connected and will allow you to get to a place that is individualized to you. So again, knowing that what feels good to you may not feel good to somebody else and that your body is unique in the way that you talk to yourself, the emotions that you have, what feels good to you, what tastes good to you, what fuels you, all of those things are unique to you. And so will probably not benefit other people in the same way that it benefits you. And so all the stuff that we talk about is just trying to figure out what works for you. And the strategies that I give here, all of them aren't going to work for you. I just want you to kind of take what works for you and then disregard the rest because I'm trying, you know, it's this idea of giving lots of um, ideas, but ultimately knowing that some of those ideas aren't going to feel good for you. They're not going to be right for you. And really just taking into account to consider what would work for you. So now that we've talked about this idea of and understanding this idea of being disconnected from yourself and, and what it looks like and how forming some kind of connection is beneficial to you, how can you get to a place where you're feeling this connection with your body and that you become more aligned and trust your body? I'm going to give you some ideas again, take whatever you feel like works for you. Um, but I'll give you some suggestions. So one of the biggest things is to have quiet time. Um, this can look like whatever it looks like to you. It's just a way that you are able to sit with yourself and any uncomfortable feelings that may come up. Um, for me, this looks like meditation for you. This may look like something different. But it, this way and why it's important to have some kind of time, quiet time, meditation, whatever you call it, because you're getting right there in with the discomfort and you're really getting to a place that you can identify how you're feeling. Again, so many of us are numbing ourselves and running away from our emotions and to do this, to sit with yourself is really hard and it's not probably something that's really comfortable, but what it does is it allows you to really figure out what is happening in your body, but also it allows you to have this gentle talk with yourself or 
and the very minimum have and create some kind of awareness of what you're telling yourself, what is happening with yourself, what doesn't feel good, what feels good. So it just gives you some space that you can um, that you can have for yourself to identify or create awareness of what's happening in your life. It allows you to look at your life and it just allows you to kind of really sit with the emotions that you may be trying to avoid because ultimately to get to a place of having this connection, you're probably going to have to deal with the uncomfortable feelings that are there, no matter the etiology of them. And again, I don't think when it comes to like health changes that it's so simple. I think that it comes from so deep within and so much of what we're trying to avoid. And so having that quiet space, that meditation, whatever it is for you, allows you to really tap into that and figure out what's kind of going in there. Um, You know, I also believe that if you feel like there is this unresolved trauma um, that is present there and you don't feel like you can you can sit with it because it feels too big um, that you should really seek out the help the help of a mental health professional um, because I think that will help kind of guide you through that and maybe that's what you're running from and a mental health professional will help you unpack all of those feelings I myself use a therapist have been for many years and this is how this whole idea of disconnection has come about because I am lacking this mind-body connection and I'm trying to figure it out too so definitely if you feel like what what comes up is too big or it feels very traumatic seek out the help of someone that can guide you in that journey um okay so we talked about quiet time or meditation I think also thinking about the way that you eat, this is a really big one, right? So when we're talking about this way of connecting with your body, so many women will say to me that they're trying to have this healthy relationship with food and that's sometimes what draws them to this idea of not dieting, right? But I think what we miss here is that we need to kind of figure out what foods make us feel good, right? So if you are, if if you're really trying to connect with your body, trying to figure out what foods, so eating in terms of not just like, oh, here's my planned meals and I'm eating. I do believe having structure kind of helps keep you on track in terms of like emotional eating, but it's important to know what food makes you feel good, makes your body feel good, gives you energy, gives you vibrancy, and also to identify what foods may make you feel like shit, may make you feel really tired, may make you feel sluggish. That is also something that is going to be individualized to you. And so really, once you start to become a little bit more connected, or even today when you're eating, trying to figure out, okay, I'm eating this and this makes me feel good, or I'm eating this and I kind of feel crappy afterwards. And it doesn't matter what it is. It's not meant to judge the food. What this will help create is this relationship with food that you start to have an idea of okay, this makes me feel good. This doesn't make me feel so great. And then ultimately that should hopefully help you also 
tap into the relationship that you have with food. So that food doesn't have to be, oh, this food is good and this food is bad. It becomes more like this food makes me feel good and this food makes me feel bad. So the foods itself aren't bad or good, but it's more how that food responds to your body. Again, which is individualized to you. And so doing that and identifying those things will really be helpful in in creating some kind of balance when it comes to food because we're not doing that all or nothing mentality of, oh, this is bad food and this is good food. Another way that we can start to figure out how to connect to our body is to tap into any of the positive experiences that you've had with your body. I think so many of us do the negative associations with our body. For me, it's what if I can't move because of my hip fracture or infertility. For you, it could be those same things or it could be in some way that your body failed you. Maybe you don't like the appearance of it. Maybe you had a miscarriage. Maybe there's some limitation in something that you can do now or has happened as you've gotten older or just the aging process itself. And so really trying to remember the good of what your body helps you with every day and focusing on that part of it instead of focusing on, oh, my body is letting me down, focusing on what it's doing. It's carrying you into this world. Think of the experiences, the babies that you may have had that your body has helped guide you through. Maybe you've had surgeries or something like that and that the strength of your body has allowed you to get through that and to get through it in one piece. Movement is one of is a really great way to reconnect with your body and movement is so helpful. So in this way, I want you to think of movement as not a way that you're punishing your body, but rather as a way that you're creating awareness within your body and that you're really some establishing some kind of connection within you. And movement is also helpful in that it helps manage all of those emotions that might be going around it allows you to connect in a way that you are creating more awareness of what's happening in your body, how it makes you feel, the pain that you may be feeling when you do something. And some of the best movements when it comes to connection have to do with yoga. So that could be yoga. Um, My therapist is recommending restorative yoga. I haven't done it, but I will probably try it. That's a little bit more still yoga and self-soothing. Some other people will do things like Tai Chi. I used to live, um, when I lived in Philadelphia, in Center City, Philadelphia, there the parks around there in the early morning hours, people would be doing Tai Chi. But they're doing it as a way to reconnect with themselves. And so perhaps you feel like that's something that you need to do. And even if you're somebody who's exercising pretty frequently, I would say maybe even consider doing something that is an exercise that you're able to connect with yourself. And if you're somebody who feels really limited in what you can do in exercise, maybe even partaking in something like a restorative yoga um, that is more still and not as much movement will help create some kind of um, body awareness within you. Also helpful to create connection is getting enough rest and sleep. 
And this is helpful because it'll help rejuvenate you and restore restore yourself. It's really hard to make really good decisions and to feel good about ourselves and to have a healthy relationship with food when we're really tired and feel like we're making bad decisions. And so this is another way that rest and sleep is beneficial because it will help create that kind of connection. I mean, think about in your own life on times when you're well rested and how you probably feel like you're more, you feel more connected to what you need. You feel clearer in the things that you're doing as opposed to feeling like you're sleep deprived and you feel all over the place and so disconnected from yourself and probably the world. And so getting enough rest and sleep is a way that can help rejuvenate and restore and connect and create awareness and trust within your body. And then finding time to do the things that you really enjoy, that you, that you find joy in is a really great way of connecting with yourself. I think as we age, it's very hard to find joy. I, for myself, I can only speak for myself. It, I don't even think of things that can create joy in my life. And it's not my first um, response. <laughs> it's something that I need to work on. And so perhaps you feel that way too, that, you know, maybe you deprive yourself of that and that then further creates disconnection with yourself. So having this place that you can find joy and that you can feel happy or accomplished in something that you do will really start to create awareness within yourself um, because it's going to be more defined and help you know who you really are and the things that you love. And it then starts to reconnect that within you. Brene Brown, I don't know if you guys have read her books, which are wonderful, but she's a shame researcher and I feel like she's all over the place now. So you probably know her, some of her research, but she talks about this idea of play and rest and creativity. And she has identified in her shame research, there's this concept of wholehearted behaviors and what she defines wholehearted behaviors um, are things that are behaviors that promote a healthy mind and body. And these include creativity, rest, and play, right? And so what she found is, is that all of those things are really important in creating this healthy mind and body. In her creativity part, she talks about this idea of, um, you know, artistic creativity. And she talks about how as we are younger, we may have been traumatized that we had, you know, made artwork for our family or something. And then all of a sudden, it, it, it didn't get the kind of response or somebody critiqued it, and then we never did it again. So when she talks about creativity, it can be whatever is creative to you, it can be drawing, it can be music, it can be learning about yourself, whatever it is to you, but that there needs to be um, some kind of creativity to kind of help you connect with yourself. And also this idea of resting and playing and that doing these things will provide you with joy, will provide you with relaxation. And if you're able to do those things with the people that you love, then that's just extra bonus points because then that will help create even more of a connection so that you're creating a connection with yourself, but then you're also creating a connection with other people. And 
that you are allowed to rest and not go into this go, go, go world all of the time that I think many of us are so accustomed to. Like we have to, we have to keep going. It's, we can't rest these things that we tell ourselves, but that resting and playing and relaxing are all really beneficial and really important to connect to ourselves and to other people. And that, you know, reminding you that all of this work is so much of this transformation when it comes to health, wellness, and self-care is this idea of creating a mind-body connection and that so many of us are disconnected from our mind and body. And so that's why I always talk about like therapy in general, like if you, if, if you need that, because I do, I do think that it helps if you feel really disconnected, that it helps create that connection, that reconnection that you may be trying to gain. So I don't have it all worked out. I'm a work in progress, just like you. And you know, what the things that I learn, I like to share with you. So, you know, I hope that this helps. I hope that you are able to find something that you can do today to connect with yourself. Um, if you feel like that you've had anything that I haven't listed that may be helpful or has helped you, please feel free to share it with me. You can head on over to Instagram at Whole Health Empower, or you can send me an email at info at I love any feedback that you provide. And I love just hearing all the thoughts that you guys have because you know, different things work for different people because this is an individualized, we're all individuals. So, you know, again, what works for you may not work for me and vice versa, but I appreciate all your feedback. So thanks so much for listening. Please find something that you can do today to help you form some kind of connection with yourself, whether that's having some, some quiet time, even if that's only for five minutes, whether it's thinking about the food that you're eating today and how it makes you feel, whether it's reconnecting with your body and recognizing the good that it's given you, whether it is finding some kind of movement that helps you create some kind of body awareness, whether it's getting enough rest or sleep or finding something creative or something playful to do. I encourage all of those things. And I hope that you're able to find something so that you can continue that work on creating some kind of connection within yourself, which is ultimately really important in creating that transformation that I know that you're here because you desire. So I hope that you guys have a great week and I will see you guys back here next week.